crazy. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Let him live. Let him live. Let him do. I know. I can. My wife. That's that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. You get involved too much in your son life. I'm not involved at all. He's he's young and she can't do anything. He needs help, but she doesn't let. Whatever. Look, I, I tell you, I just I, I tell my wife. I tell me this, you know. Let them do whatever they feel, you know, what they what they think, you know. Right. Yeah, my wife can't do that. Okay, so that's that. Because, that's, because because he will do okay, he will do everything opposite what your wife doing. He will do everything. Opposite. My wife doesn't say a word. She comes home and she says to me. Okay. So my wife every week goes out, drives, picks up his laundry, takes it home. Why? Because they have a washing machine dryer. Live in a apartment building where it's full of Mexicans. And the girl goes to washing machine. To, to, she goes alone to this laundry room. It's it's it's, it's impossible. And I'm not going to spend seventy five dollars for him to send it out to a service. To do no, okay, okay. But so my wife picks it up, brings it home. My we do it in our house. We fold it, return it to them. So today he says, oh, my wife doesn't want you to do laundry anymore. I'm out of. So don't. So my wife says, okay, no problem. Here's the guy. So she calls me up. So I'm the one that hears about it on the phone. She said, I'm sorry, my daughter was a fat slob. She hasn't lost a pound since she got married. She can't, the way she can't function to save her life. And she's moving into an apartment. There was a rape two doors down. And it uh, has two, two houses away. It's an apartment building full of crack addicts. So you can't even find addresses of people listed on them because the apartments change every two months. And she's going to live there now, a girl from California, on that block. Oh, because there's a washing machine dryer in the kitchen. That's what she's doing. She's living her dryer. But you know what? There's nothing I can do about it. You cannot do nothing about it. Sorry, you cannot do it about you. You know, I went, I went to my, I went to my son apartment in Israel. As I found it, as a disaster. I found it as a no windows, no this, you know, working like this. And I found myself, my, my son happy. I said, you know what? Shut your mouth. You know, I told him, I, I gave him some ideas about ventilation that the woman said, listen, listen, try to find. But uh, his wife, his wife, his friend is around his neighbor. You know, Tama. I don't know if you know this. And building is it? So the owner of this apartment is live in Los Angeles. During the construction, for price, you know, and that's what they're living over there. So now uh, they they they're living already a year and a half on this apartment. It's not you know like crazy. Uh, there's two kids. I said, I told my wife. Ilana, I don't know. It's it's crazy. So I talk with him. I talk with her. Try to find another. I see that okay. They they comfortable this. But what can they, What can I do? Tells you boundaries. Boundaries. I said. Yeah, that's what you can I do. I never told him to do anything in his whole life. I told him that's a problem. Him, you go to help. I can't. That's you know, a problem. I, that's a problem. And and my wife didn't say a word. I was proud of her, but she's all upset. You know, because the girl can't cope, and he's he's in dread. Look, it's California idea. California people, California people are, are really stupid. I'm sorry to tell it's you, Calif California people has has a idea of uh, equal rights and all this. That's what they're growing. It's a crazy. I, I spoke about all the, all my shows right now. I'll call this my show. Is so this is not. It is. But in, in the minute you want to tell them something, they don't even they not listen to us. Don't listen to this. This is a, this is a problem. Boundaries. Says boundaries and not taking advice. We, I raised you your whole life. You saw me asking advice on everything. I took, I used to take you when I asked you, I looked for my rabbi all the time, so you should have means to take advice.
is you hear me Friday night at my dinner table asking grandma advice all the time. Like, I don't know what to do. I did it in front of you. You should see that. I ask advice from grandma. The grandma, this is the way we do Just boundaries? Boundaries? I can't give you advice? Okay, so that's, that's okay. You want like this. But that's his wife it. doesn't take advice about anything. Okay, that's the problem. So my wife, I was very proud of my wife. Says, says, my wife says, he, he says, you tell people that my wife's fat. So I says, honey, she is fat. I don't have to tell anybody she's fat. I'm embarrassed by the fact that she's fat. What am I supposed to do? I should tell people she's fat? What she thinks that no one notices? She's fat. Okay. No, I don't go around telling people my son married a fat girl. <laughs> but, 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 but are, you, are you stupid? Okay, it doesn't it's not like she's like 10 pounds overweight. Yeah. Ishmena, mamash. Yeah. She's working on her third chin. You're happy with her? Fine. Please don't walk around telling people. You know, don't expect it. In my first, my first class in, in college, the biggest fear in my life, we're all sitting around, we have to meet each other. I used to weigh 400 pounds. I did surgery 20 years ago. So my biggest fear, you have to introduce yourself, say who you are, and say something about you. So here I'm, I'm from Orthodox male, and I'm fat. So there's this girl, Iris. I never, I wanted to hug her and kiss her, but she was fatter than me. So she stood up. She said, my name is Iris so-and-so. I'm very fat. I know I'm fat. You can all talk about me, and that's fine. Now if we get on to the next thing. <laughs> so I said, so I said I'm, so I'm an Orthodox Jew, and I'm also fat. Get over it. Let's move on. That's it. That's it. Finish. That's it. You know. That's all. The all idea. That's to get get realized. That getting. Okay. Self, okay. I am. Sorry. We we are going up. Yeah. <laughs> we we are. Kitov Hashem. Kitov Hashem. And we are here with Simcha Cohen. Afternoon with Simcha. It's Nisim and Zimcha, and this is it. Sunday afternoon, the best part of my week, for sure. I wish I could extend it to more, because I just love coming here and seeing Nisim and being We love radio. to see you here. Yeah? But you know something? I just wanted to say something, and I, I, I actually was in the Agura based in Yomim, and two people were talking about J-Root Radio. And I walked over and I said, you know what? You could support J-Root Radio too. It's very easy. Just text in your donation, because... We really need support. And the, the Ma'amatzim are there. It's going to happen. who is going to take, make things happen. But regardless, you know something? Jehut is alive and well. It remains. It will be. And it's eventually, this is the eventual, uh, this is where it all started. This is eventually where it's all going to go. And the truth is, the truth is, Hashem is going to send us Hatzlacha and you wait and see. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit the top of the charts before you turn around. But you know what? How was your week, Nisim? Baruch Hashem, you know Baruch Hashem, and it's uh, and it's amazing to to see that the time is flying so quickly, and we already, uh, you know, almost the end of uh, Dar Aleph, and just uh, facing uh, Purim and Pesach. That's right. And uh, I, you know, time is flying, and this is I don't know. It's for our benefits for our. This benefit, you no know, just know this. Nobody asks us, but we have to. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but we have to have to know to understand that what we're doing here, what we're doing here, well, how can we improve our life? You know, and things that you know. So I, I talk in I, I, in my previous shows about about uh, that we are really facing 
a generation, a world that don't listen. Yeah, don't listen. You know, don't. You know, I see that, that you know. I, I wrote to my my sister last night. I was sitting here. What my sister I said? I, I really said it's very depressing to see what's going on in Israel, to see what's going on here in in America with all the politics that people don't even they, they you know that they the patience to, to listen to each other and everybody thinks that they are smarter than others. So it's, it's so interesting because the Mishnah in Sotai, the end of Sotai, it talks about the time of the Shiachim. So 30 years ago, 35, 30, 35 years ago when I learned the Mishnah, and it said, the time of the Mashiach comes, it's going to be Chutzvah. So I thought those days, it was, it was, it was the, the 80s, I thought the world was chutzpahing. They were doing things that they never did before. People were doing things. It was time that, that, that private things were public and the Time Magazine cover had, had, had covering things that were always private and not talked about. And I thought, oh my gosh, look at this. They're, they're talking about, 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 about gender orientation and all these different things and it's now public and these are things that were never talked about in public. I thought it was, what chutzpah? But man, oh man. Am I, was I wrong? That, those were modest days. And I thought the kids would like voice out against their parents. The kids thought that they knew better. I thought when I had the argument around the table, you know, we have the typical normal argument where, you know, like whether you should learn your whole life or you should go to college and have a living. And my father, used to say, no, you have to have a way of supporting your family. And, and I had one brother who was in yeshiva, he said, that's how he courses, and then another brother said this, and we used to have our discussions, but then everybody hugged each other and kissed each other, and we walked away. I thought that was chutzpah. But, like, but, but these are, now everybody knows better than everybody that's older than them. Everybody knows the right thing, and we don't know anything. And the truth is, it says, it says, daughter-in-laws are going to stand up to their mother-in-laws and the daughters are going to stand up to their parents and bed that the that the that the that the that the 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 are going to be governed on money and you know something
The only thing that makes sense and the only thing that settles things down and puts things into perspective is the Torah, not science, not medicine. There's nothing, there's, there's, no, there's no definition in anything. In anything. The only thing is Kiyuma Mitzvot in Torah. And, and, and Hashem is showing us over and over and over and over again. Every status quo has been broken. Every norm has been shattered. Every single thing that's been accepted as a regular is not even the weather, which once upon a time you could schedule your vacations and say, this month I'm going to go here and that month. Now it's snowing in Southern California. Who knows that? It, 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 California has snowstorms in, 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 in parts of California. Huh? You can't even go to Florida and know the weather's going to be good. It's it, it, it's it, 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 the biggest resort. You go. I, I have a friend who was in Phuket. The Shabbat. It's an amazing story. His wife told him Thursday, they're supposed to stay Shabbat in Phuket in in, in, in Indonesia, and she says, you know, I want to go home. He goes, change your tickets is going to cost us a thousand dollars. She goes, I don't care. I don't. I feel very uncomfortable. Two Friday nights. We were away from our kids. Now, mind you, this is not a Haredi family. This is a, this is a very traditional family. He goes, sweetheart, we're not like so Shabbat, so, like it's a big deal. She said, I just want to be home Friday night. I want to cook dinner. I want to sit with my kids around the table. I just want to do that. So he changed his tickets. He spent the money. He's a good husband. This is his wife. He walked over to me in shul that Shabbat. He said, I'm embarrassed to tell you that I was watching the news on Shabbat, but there was a tsunami. The beach of the hotel that they were staying in was the decimated beach from the tsunami. Well, he said, if I would have been there, I would have been in the cabana on that beach. Saturday, when it happened, I would have been swept out into the ocean like a flushed toilet. <laughs> and since then, he's from Shabbat. But let me tell you something. Reality, weather, it's all governed. It's all governed. This is what we see. So a person goes, and they spend all this money, and they're getting this beautiful, luxurious hotel, and boom! Hashem decides, gone. Uh, that's, you know, this is something that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm so... You know, let's say that we are looking about this and we don't want to feel that, you know, that's the human, the human, God cares us that we are thinking that we have some control in our life. And we, you know, and suddenly you discover that you don't have control you in your life. For your you know, it's not, it's not, and, and this is something that I, I always be speaking about it, you know, me, you and me and all this time, you know, they're talking about this, we really don't have control, we are just, only things that we just rely, rely on a Kadosh Baruch Hu, and understand, understand, understand that Kadosh Baruch Hu loves us, and He cares about us, and He wants us to believe Him, to, to, to feel Him, you know, because if you don't feel Him, it's, 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 you're blind, I'm dead one. amazing thing for this week's parasha. So we have the interaction between Moshe Rabbeinu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Moshe Rabbeinu just spent his whole kishkas up in Shemaim, bringing down the Torah. His whole culmination of his existence, bringing down the Torah. 
And he comes down and he sees the Eger. So you have two and they look at the biggest betrayal. And what happens? Hashem says, I want to destroy Kali Yisrael. So you think Moshe Rabbeinu, on a personal level, just sacrificed everything to bring the Torah down to Kali Yisrael. He should have said, yeah, I'm also upset. I'm also, I personally took these people out from nowhere and carried them on my shoulders, the holy bar, Kriyat Yam Suf, the whole, everything. I think Moshe Rabbeinu would have said, yes, I'm angry too. What did Moshe do? He knew Hashem didn't, didn't need to be inflamed. He found the words to calm Hashem down. He found the words to reach Rahamim from Hashem. He said, no, Hashem, Hashem, no, this is not your way. And Hashem said, that you know what? You know what? That's what I needed. Because Hashem's whole Vatara in creating us and creating the world and creating, bringing the Torah to Am Yisrael is to love us and for us to love Him, to have appreciation for nothing else. And you know something? You know something? That's the whole purpose for everything that happens. And so it says, because you know what? If we let things go regular, and we don't include Yerat Shemayim and Hashem into our life, then you know what? There is a call of nature that happens, and things with Hashgachah Pratit will happen in a natural sense. When do we upstage everything? When Moshe Rabbeinu walks into the chambers of Paro, in the face of the greatest, most perilous, tyrannous leader in the world, and says, I'm not afraid of you, because I walk in here, even though I stutter, I walk in here with Hashem. You walk into a room, you walk into a place with Hashem, we walk down the street with Hashem, there's nothing to fear because the Hashemayim overtakes everything. Uh, you know what, I want, I want to think that the parasha, you know, also this segment of the Torah is talking about, they give us the option to understand. You know, Moshe came to Kadosh Baruch Hu, to Hashem and said, listen, God, if not Matzati Chem Beinecha, or the Enina. And it's a big lesson, big lesson, huge lesson that, you know, we have to talk. We have to talk in order to understand the other side. And even we just it was all the you know the huge respect that Moshe Rabbeinu said to Kadosh Baruch please, please, or the end. It's it's nothing that you know just nothing to be ashamed to talk with people. You know you have problem, you have something, talk, talk, ask. And you and know what? And you know what Hashem's answer was. This is my, I, I, I think it says, I don't remember who says, but this was my, my thought. And, and right now I'll say it because is there in my, in my mind. Hashem says, says, So please show me. Sure. Show me. So Hashem says, I will be the one who decides where I give Rahmanut and where I give. I will be the one that gives control. I have the control, yes. I have control of what? But, over the Hesed, yes. over Hamid. Yeah. So don't question me. When you see someone who you think doesn't deserve it, you think someone doesn't get Racha, I'll decide. And you know what? You know what? It's The Bashar the, the for me is, 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 is uh, I'll never forget. Okay? The, a king who, 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 I have a personal example I'm not going to give, but a, a, a king who, who, who's, 
whose son does something ridiculously chutzpahdik. And anybody else would be killed for such a thing. And the court is silent. And the king says, forget about it. And the king's advisor says, but if you forget about this, then what chutzpah are you going to teach? He goes, this is my decision. I decide who I grant clemency to. Nobody else, because I'm the king. I'll decide who I forgive and who I don't forgive. Someone else does something stupid, and I don't want to forgive that. That's my decision. But then he says, I'll let you see the Kesher Tefillin. I'll pass, and from behind you could see me. And what I wanted to say is, because Hashem says, no one will ever predict what I'm going to do. But if you look backwards, you'll always find me. If you look at the past, and you see how things work out at the end, You'll always see me if you look backwards. To predict what I'm going to do, you'll never predict what I'm going to do because I'll make the decisions based on my big picture. But Mahora, we look at history of every history of the Jewish people from A to Z, day one till today, looking backwards, we always see Yad Hashem. We always see. That's not that's not forward to tomorrow I don't know what Hashem is going to do. No, In no. one minute I don't know what Hashem is yeah. going to do because I have no idea. He's, okay. he's, he's in front of us. <laughs> I would say, in of front of us. Don't he's, he's, we're always in front of us. And we'll never know. You know? When people say, this happens because of this and this. And we never know why it happens. They say, ah, oh, you know what? When I, I, my, my brother passed away when I was younger. My father once said, years later, he says, you know, says, years later, we see how Yad Hashem panned out. So I was very disturbed. So you're saying that it was good what Hashem did? It's good what Hashem did. Whether we realize it or not, it's difficult for us, but it's not. We have to work on ourselves to see why Hashem does what He does. And at the end of the day, even if we don't see, we have to know it's good. It's not, there's no question there's about no it. There's no question about it. And when we think, and we question, so then we get mixed up. Then we get mixed up, and that's why people go around and they start rewriting Torah and trying to define the Torah and this and that. And, you know, I was at a Brit Milah, and I'll never forget, sometimes the clarity you get from the simplest places. So it was a Syrian family, and I love beautiful culture. And, and, and so the, the young boy was deciding whether the Mohel should do Mitzitzah or not. And those of you that know, that's a debate in the modern modern world of, a, of whether to deviate from the halacha of what the halacha says to do. And so there's a grandfather on the side who was, you know, very typical, I don't like to use the word, but in a beautiful way. He's an old, old school Syrian grandfather. And he's standing there and he's just wondering what's holding up the work. So he says, yeah, Joey, what's going on? What's his... He goes, Grandpa, I don't know what they're doing. He goes, stupid. The Torah says, do it, just do it. <laughs> well, you stupid. You never go wrong if you do what the Torah says. The rabbi says, but do it, just do what the Torah says. You're never going to find it. Like, just do it. You checked it out. It's halakha. We can listen to newfangled uh, you know, ideas. It worked until now. It's going to work. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. I'm not saying to irresponsible, ridiculous things. You know, that some people say you shouldn't have sanitation in the mikveh. Of course, you have to have, according to according to, to science and whatever, of course, it has to be done the right way. And, 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 and you know, 
the issue was Mohel has to have a certificate that, 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 that he's, he's, he's medically clean. God forbid that he doesn't have herpes or something. But, but if, if, if everything is kosher, v'yosher, then, then do what the Torah says. You're not going to go wrong. You're going to start questioning things? Then yes, then, but then, then we have, then we have a, a, a religion that's subject. So it's like, the Catholic Church is trying to get the Pope to change the laws. Yeah. So now, 2019, he's going to like rewrite. Okay. So, look, you know, if you look at the other the, the religious, I'm not talking about. We don't talk about. We knows about it that they change. They change all the time, constant all the time. You know, the the uh, the New Testament has hundred and eighty plus thousand versions. You know, this revisions and revisions. the Quran, the Quran is like a nine thousand versions. And we we just were talking about Torah, the Torah was shared only one version. It's not doesn't matter if you read it in Timbuktu and Australia, in and in, in uh, Peru. This is the same Torah. If one word is not missing over there, it's not pursued. And we're talking about thirty four hundred years. Not talking about two thousand or fourteen hundred years. This is something that uh, our, our our essence of life, the Torah Dusha. And unfortunately, unfortunately, this is something that uh, I, I'm, I'm very, very, uh, I, I would say, upset that what happened now in Israel or in, in our community, I would say the Jewish world, uh, let's say the Jewish world, what happened now that people forgot what it's about to be Jewish. It's all they forgot what it's about to be Jewish. And you see a Jewish coming here and support the BDS or... You see a, a, a mayor in, in, in Israel that one of the, I would say, uh, five cities, the only cities in Israel, Tiberias. And he promotes Tachbura Tziburit B'Shabbat. It's insane. It is something that I cannot understand this. What, is, what guts he has, this person? And I would scare, no, it's scared to hell because, you know, this, what he's doing. And the politics now in Israel, it's exactly copy, duplicate what we have here in America. You know, you see in the university right now, you see what's going on. You see people just beating and kicking and pushing. And, and by the name of free speech and free... This. And this is... Don't, people don't, don't say that this is fascism, pure fascism. No, this is something that... oh. Uh, are you talking about this is a chutzpah? This is the father and the mother of the chutzpah. This it's beyond be comprehension. It's no, beyond comprehension. You know, and, and you, when you want to talk with them, you want to talk with them. So nobody talks to Nobody talks to No, don't want to talk with them. You know, I'm telling you, I'm telling you something that happened to me this week. And I, 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 I repeat it. And it happened to me. I just, in the beginning of the week, I got a text on a, my messenger from a person from the army. You know, I'm talking about 45 years ago, okay? And I, they have like a group of the units that, you know, just so... Uh, and I, I was, you know, once in a while taking a look with people, you know, just, you know, many people that was very happy to see me over there in the group. And I got a, phone, a, a text on this. I said, uh, can you explain me? Uh, he, he wrote me, tell me what, what year you served in this unit, who was there, all this kind of this. So I said, you know, I probably want to refresh his memory, you know, just something. So I, I wrote him. The, the the you know 
a short sentence. I, I was in this night in the in seventy three, seventy four. Uh, I was uh, this uh, in charge of this uh, unit, and I would get a response. Why you write me this? I said, sorry, you didn't something wrong with me. I don't understand you. Sorry, I don't. Sorry, I, I don't understand you. You ask me, and then I found myself basically blocked from the unit and from uh, all my friends. And not only this, so I called I called my technician Iran. I said, Iran, do me a favor, get into the, the uh, this group from from the other other account. You know, I just want to. And he said, I cannot go. He blocked also the IP. <laughs> Unbelievable! I, you know, I just I, tell, I, I, I said, you know what? Go through from through your iPhone, okay? So he went to through his iPhone, and he discovered this guy is eight religious Jews, and he saw my picture on 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 the on the unit, and he did basically blacked me off. And I said, he's an administrator. He's an administrator. Yeah, he's an administrator. So that's you know that. He's scanned. He's scanned. He really. That's what he's a poor guy. Really, the miserable guy is 45. He, he cannot, you know, even overcome his, uh, uh, I don't know, his impotence. He, 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 he overcome what is... is he has post-traumatic stress yeah, disorder. It's a, it's a, yeah, I, I don't understand this, you know. I said, it's not even worse to fight about it, you know, to go and argue and go to the other administrator because... I know that most of the people over there love me, and I had a very, very after they found me in the, in the, in the you know, in the group, everybody, many, many people contacted me and said, "Oh, it's so nice to, to see you," and all this. And they were shocked to see me religious. Yes. You, you should you should start a second group. Uh, you know, it's not. I'm not. You know, just it's there. I I feel that it's there. Only lost. because, only because I know the story of the person that's been looking for you for so long, who you give chizuk to all the time. But it's important that they that they're in touch with you because you bring a lot to them. And so this guy is going to prevent this. There's a lot of chizuk that you can bring to these people. This, but you know, this is the stupid. So so you know, I, I'm telling you, these people are, are blind. And I'm telling you that the, the same letter that I wrote to my siblings in Israel, that we have to understand, we have to understand, that the, uh, the, 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 the reason that right now, right now, we are here, 3,400 years after Matan Torah, as a Jewish people and a Jewish nation in Israel, it's only because the fanatic people, that all the Torah, Kdusha, Kalak, Chamorah, and all give the life to get. It's not because the conservative and reform and uh, modern, modern Orthodox. It's not because of them. It's only because the people that give the Kalak, Chamorah, you know, working on their life, giving the life for to be a Jewish people, because reform, conservative, with all the respect, didn't hold more than two generations, three generations. It, 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 unfortunately, unfortunately, you know what? A lot of the reform end up coming back. Okay, but Hashem, this is if, if there's good, if there's good avot. You know what? My, I'll never forget my brother Hashem and I used to learn every night in, in the summer before he died, and we had a relative that was a reform rabbi out of the Bundat. and we lived near Niagara Falls. So every relative in the world that we never knew we had. <laughs> found out about us, and they stayed by us. It was good. My parents loved it. So he comes with his wife, 
There's a distant cousin and they're eating in the kitchen and my brother and I are learning in the dining room. He's, he's asking us, what are you learning? He says, we're learning Talmud. He goes, you're actually learning it in the, in the actual text, the Aramaic text? He says, sure. So he showed him. He says, I never really saw it. That's so interesting. A Reformed rabbi. So he couldn't, he, he sat and he listened. And he was very intrigued. Today, he's a from Orthodox rabbi. Because what happened? He grew up in the middle of nowhere. He was an identified Jewish person. He wanted to be something. So the only thing that he had there was Reform Judaism. So he became a Reform rabbi. But as soon as he opened up his mind that there's more to this, so the same neshama that pulled him towards Reform Judaism pulled him the whole way till he became a, a, a from Orthodox rabbi. Because the Meshicha of the Torah pulls you. And it's such a Rachmanut because so many of the Reform and Conservative people are so well-intending and meaning and well, well their, their hearts are in the right place, but they're being fed things that are not whole. That's all they know. But as soon as they recognize the beauty of the Torah, then, no. they, then, they, then they eat it up. I want to say something. Then they eat it up. Then they, then they, no. it's, 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 so, it's so clear. I want to say something. It's something. so clear. Hello. Okay. This is, this is the way it is. Yeah, uh, that's, I would say that this is the... But, you know, the, you're talking about people, really, that as, as this, I would say, the spark of Neshama, that have this chut, the merit, and I'm telling you, I, I'm one of them. I'm by, by met, I would have, because I was the other side. I would ask total the other side. I know this, you know, and I spoke about it also this week. This parashat Shabbat talking about Betzalel, okay? And I graduated Betzalel University, right? Got graduated Betzalel University. Yeah. And what is what is the and I, look, you know, I was very curious yesterday, and I said, you know, we're talking about Betzalel and where which direction I took. I took my I have, I have a book about the history of Bezalel, when I, you know, 75 years Bezalel, you know, uh, uh, what, what is it? Bezalel was founded by Boy Schatz, a, a, a Jewish artist, basically, that all idea was to create a Jewish art academy or school that giving the, the Jewish work and giving the, giving the option to express themselves in Judaism. The first years of Bezalel, if you know, if you remember, I don't know if you remember what Bezalel work doing, you know, it used to be like Siduim, cover for Siduim, Echali, Echalo, the Bateknesiot, all this, you know, uh, lithography of Shira Shirim, all this kind of the motive, Judaica, basically it was Judaica. And you see, and as, as the, the penetrate of the lefties and, you know, all this kind of, People, the, the the reform lefties over there studying, moving out, out, out. It's reached a point that right now Bezalel, is is institute, is one of the worst, uh, I, 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 Jewish. Is I would say I, don't, I cannot I cannot call it a Jewish institute anymore, because it's a it's a, it's a, it's the BDS people, and they they deny the Zionists, deny the Judaism at all. From where it's coming to where it's going, and these people I'm talking about this book about that don't want even to listen. This kind of the pair people that don't want to listen to this to your argument to talk with you. The only reason that you are right now in Israel, the only reason that the name is Betzalel, is because the Torah, because of being a Jewish, 
and just you forgot where you're coming in. You just uproot yourself from the trouble, the, the most important roots. And people don't understand this. Don't want. They don't want to understand. They don't want to listen. A few people, really a few people, that I can say that had the guts and to to face it, and they said, you know, I was wrong to say I am wrong now. I was wrong. I am wrong. I didn't understood it. As you said that your your cousin, the relative of you, you know, that come to you, he had the guts to get up and said, you know what. I'm wrong. I, I I grew up wrong. Somebody somebody teach me wrong. Somebody told told me. I, I but I don't see it now. I don't see it. You know. I see it. I see it here. The, the difference is the difference is the regular Hamon Am and Jewish people mean well. But the leaders of these yes, organizations, the Mechilat Kvod Am Yisrael, Yisraelim never, ever, ever had an entity. Of the form of conservative Judaism, there was never an idea or a concept, even amongst the Hilonim in our Eda, there were those who were Shomer Mitzvah and those who were not. But even the most Hiloni Sfaradi says Baruch Hashem and Bezrat Hashem and Todala El, and they all recognize the fact that Hashem is above them. And whether they're able to keep the mitzvot or not is a personal issue that they have. But God forbid, a million times, that you would hear someone from Aizot Mizrach deny Hashem. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Because in, 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 in the Sparadi countries, there was never any question about the difference between the Arabs and the Jews. They never confused us. They never let us feel like we were a part of them. It was a big beracha. My father told me, uh, my father told me, in Morocco they had the Jewish streets, in Marrakesh they had Bablihud, as a name, in the old city, they had, they had the Jewish streets and the Arab streets. And that's what it was. You're never going to differentiate. But unfortunately, unfortunately, in Europe, the Jews were of the most intellectual and integrated from the people. And there was big confusion. Th that's there were that's Jews that were in line at the concentration camps that didn't understand. There was a story that this one man was crying and the Rebbe in front of him said, why are you crying? Sorry. He says, because my wife, who's not Jewish over there, is the one that gave me up to the Nazis. Been yeah. married 25 years to a non-Jewish woman, living as a non-Jewish person. And yet, for Hitler, he was a Jew. Yeah, why are you talking about that? The, the grandmother was Jewish, was Jewish for them. You know, this is something that people have to understand, to put it on our head, that doesn't matter. You see here, here, look here, what Farrakhan, Imach Shmo, said about the Jew. What he said about it. He's not, he's not talking about the religious Jew. talking about the reformed Jews. He's talking about the, the, the liberal Jews. You're not talking about, you know, the, the born because, Jews. Because the lesson to the world that is... That even the most distant a person is, that they think that they're not Jewish, they are. Yeah, exactly. It makes no difference. And that's no difference. The red, the road. Because guess what? To that person, there was a grandfather and a great grandfather and a great great grandfather that spilled their blood for 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 Hashem. And when they realize they're not, that's what it is. And it's not something that's hypothetical. That's just like an invented thing. It's something that's entrenched and it's a mitziut. It says, 
The whole world, the whole world works on a positive and a negative. Hashem keeps the Ashlama between the positive and negative of everything in the world. Everything in the world, down to the smallest atom, has a positive and negative. Yotzer or no reciprocity. There's no, there's no equation between us. We exist separately. We exist in our own realm, and totally, totally separate from the world. Yeah, last, and there's nothing you can do about it. Last week we told me going about the shaman katit, shaman the, the, the right. olive oil. This is uh, couldn't mix with any other other liquid, uh, a drinking liquid, and this is something that shows that this this pure oil make, can make a light for all the world. That's it. Is this that's the whole idea to make and, a and light? And, and there's no and nowadays once upon a time you couldn't understand. Nowadays you can understand anything technologically, scientifically. Everything's explainable because they realize that nothing's explainable because. With quantum physics and quantum quantum science and, and all these things, none of it makes sense, but it all makes sense. I, I understand how I can text something to somebody in Israel and they get it three seconds later. How the heck do I understand that? So then why shouldn't I understand when I say Tefilat Monastery in the morning, the effect that it has on the universe and the world? It's the same thing. I'm generating an energy that I have no concept of, that I can't see, that I can't understand, but I know texting works, so why wouldn't I understand that this works? Why wouldn't I understand this? An email without a dot in the right place doesn't get there. I'm okay with that. But if I don't have my feelings, I'll rush on right. I don't understand why it doesn't work. Yeah. Because that's what it is. And we're going to start changing things around. So I want to send my emails this way. Good luck to you. Yeah, you're missing a point in the email. It doesn't go the, the, the right way. You missing try a, what you want. You can do it 100%. It, doesn't, yeah. it gets into the wrong inbox and that's it. Then get there. Yeah. The message is not there. So and you know, hopefully our message is uh, going now outside, you know, because this is really what I love about Jerusalem Radio. We are trying to put this major message to all our listeners. You know. is, it's a little bit unpopular to the people who like to go with the flow and like to like to, 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 to make everybody happy. Unfortunately or fortunately this message doesn't make everybody happy. It's yeah. not a very happy message. It's a true message. It's the only message that sticks. But at the end of the day at the end of the day do we want to win a popular vote? Or do we want to stand up for what's right? You know, it, it reminds me of the story about uh, Jonathan Ivich, it's, you know, that uh, the, the, the king over there uh, called him to, to talk, to argue with him and talking with him. And uh, ask him, what give you the, 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 the right to say that the Judaism is the, the right to religious? You know, right. you have so many, you, you, and by your religious, you said, uh, yeah, after... Uh, after the, what do you call it? The, the, the majority. The majority. The majority is is a kumbaya. So why you uh, why you you Jewish not going to follow the majority? The majority. majority not yeah. Jewish, right. yeah. So he he told him, okay, I'll give you the answer and uh, uh, soon. And then he called him, he, uh, he invited him to his palace, and nobody uh, told him where the king is. Uh, you know, and he look around, look around, and he come. 
and he follow his look and he found the room immediately the king was surprised said how come nobody told you which which room i am i told him listen i just followed the light i found that you have a light under the door and i'm meaning that you are you're not going to sing in the dark all the other doors was dark and i found this and this is my answer even you have here thousand rooms here in your palace I, I didn't follow them. I just went to your room because this is the this is the, the you are you have you have a light here. And this is all, all about to be Jewish. We changing and I'm telling you from my personal point of view. I went to so many, many places. I would say to the uh, religious. I was uh, you know, you know, I was so many places in the world. I'm talking about Maragul Maharaji and Islam and Christianity. And I, I found myself that it basically is, is no base. There's no base on it. And the bottom line, the bottom line is that, I, you know, it's so interesting because I had, I had no. when I was in college, I used to have a Hello, person who wanted to debate religion with me all the time. Hello. And I, I had no, no reason to debate religion. I had no reason to debate religion. I said, you know something, I'm very happy that you believe in what you believe in because that works for you. And I believe in what I believe in and that works for me. And I'm happy. I don't have to convince you. And it used to bother her so much. Why don't you have to convince me? So I used to tell her. Do I have to tell you that water is water? I say, here, you have a bottle of water. You're drinking your water. If you want to tell me it's soda, and it makes you feel better, then drink your soda. I'll drink my water. At the end of the day, I know I have water. And yeah, I don't you... Mean, I don't, it, so the thing is like this. They want to debate. The reason why they want to debate is because they know deep down that they don't have water. They know deep down that, 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 that it's not... Yeah, I want to tell you, I used to debate a lot. Because again, even without... I remember sitting with my professor, Mormon professor in Yerushalayim, and the Betzalel, you know, this school. Yeah. And he come to me, he come to me, it was one day, he was so, uh, you know, overwhelmed, overcome, you know. And he said, I don't understand this. What is the religious Jewish? Coming to this, and they, they, the moment uh, a choir was performed in Binane Uma, the Messiah of, and oh, you know, you know, the, uh, you know, that, that uh, so, uh, and I saw to me, I said, I told him, John, John, come sit here. And I was very chutzpahdik to him, right? I, I was a, a student, and but I, I, I didn't have, I, I said, John, listen, imagine yourself uh, a, sitting now, standing here in Yerushalayim 2000 years ago, okay? around 2,000 years ago, and see what JC doing right now for you, in this case. He was protest exactly what they doing now in the Binyan Omar. And it was silence, because I knew, I knew good the story of, of, I knew, because I was, I was part of the, you know, this uh, nonsense. And I, I, you know, JC was a very unbelievable person. He was a f Jewish fanatic person. Yeah. He was, he did never thought to change religious. He never thought to do this. He was, he was fighting against the corruption that was in the Beit HaMikdash Hashanah. He was one of the person that care about, you know, Judaism and stuff. They didn't say that all the, after 200 years later, he created, they created this religious. But I'm telling you this, I said, listen, come here. And he was shocked. He couldn't believe. You know, he couldn't what I said to his head. 
And I don't know what later later we we uh, you know he, he went back to to the Mormon land you know Utah Utah uh, yeah Utah Utah over there and it was very nice you know I tell you I, I, the Mormons are very nice people but again it's it's uh, something is not ba it's baseless baseless you know the people don't understand this. You know this. what I'll end on something. Okay, a we, very good friend yes. of mine said to me and he's a devout Catholic. He said at the end of days. We both believe that the Messiah is going to come to Mount of Olives and God's going to proclaim. And he looked me straight in the eye and he said, I believe it's my guy and you believe it's your guy. But if it's your guy, will you save me a seat? <laughs> I said, you know what? I will. Okay. Because if you're already thinking about it, that means that you're probably going to have a seat. Yeah. At the end of the day, Hashem is going to be bring all the nations together. They're all going to recognize Hashem. And it's going to be the world with Hashem in front and center, and that's what we have to down for. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you, and all of you have to listen to us. Uh, the kids of Ayom right now.